We're back here live to record on the Iron Dread podcast after a one-week hiatus. We have Coach Kate McMurray this week on the show. Episode 13 with Coach. We'll have our interview with her discussing all things um, looking at the water polo team for the coming season. We'll also have our weight room song of the week and our Iron Dread report. This interview with Coach Kate was recorded a few weeks ago now, and we're just getting her on here. So let's get into it and get this show started. And here we are back live to record on the Iron Dread podcast. We have a special guest, head girls water polo coach with us today on the phone, Miss Kate McMurray. Hey, coach, how are you doing today? Great. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well here. It's uh, Sunday afternoon as we record this. We got the Olympic Games going on, rooting for Team USA. And, coming uh, off a snow day. Oh, yeah, coming off a snow day this week and talking about some more snow. And we got a short week this week anyway with the half day coming on uh, on Friday, so we're oh. we're enjoying it. Good. So, so coach, we'll uh, we'll jump right into our our routine here. We always start out with kind of, and obviously, I will preface this: you and I are friends. Where we talk, Coach Verbal and I, your fiance, you know, we yeah. coach together. So I know a lot about you. Before our listeners that may not know you, uh, what's your story, and and how did you wind up uh, coming to Dexter Schools? So um, I actually moved to Dexter. My first year in Dexter was uh, sixth grade, um, and I had been playing water polo and swimming for about four years at that point. Um, Dexter's always known to have a very strong swim program, um, both club and high school. So when my parents were looking around, moving us out of Ipsy, my dad was getting a new job. Um, the, the aquatic program in Dexter appealed to them. Um, and so I, then in seventh grade, uh, my mom started a polo water polo program in Dexter and so kind of grew up along with my sport and obviously through middle school and high school in Dexter, um, went to college, lived a few places around and ended up coming back. I think, you know, the pair checks real well. Oh yeah. Um, so I was their nanny for about seven summers. So I, I came back to nanny for them one summer and just didn't leave. I got a job at U of M and landed back in Dexter after being around for a while. And here you are. Now you're the, the head coach of your former team. <laughs> yeah. It's weird how it's all come full circle. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you played. Now you, you're a Dexter High School alumni. You played mm-hmm. here. And then you played water polo in college as well, right? Yeah. I actually went to um, Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York, Um where they have a, it's a pretty small school, but they have division one uh, athletics. So I knew that I wanted to play division one. Um, and I, I was 
looking at Indiana, Michigan, and Marist. And typically when I tell somebody around here that I was recruited by Michigan, they're like, what you, you didn't go to Michigan? You had the opportunity? Um, but I figured it was not, you know, a, a normal occurrence to have the opportunity to go live a few states away. And I was, I mean, I was 17 when I went to college, so it was a very... Um, very important time in my life that I knew I could do a lot of growing and I figured it would be a, a good place to do that. So went out to Marist, played all four years. Um, and then we won our conference three of the four years I was there. So had a pretty successful career out there. Um, so it, it set me up to come back to Dexter and share all that I had learned out there with the small town of Dexter. And, it, I mean, Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York, uh, not far from uh, where yours truly grew up in uh, Kingston, New York, there. So I know yeah. Marist College very well. Uh, the Marist College Red Foxes, ladies and gentlemen, out there in, yeah. in Poughkeepsie. A lot, of, a lot of stuff going on over there in Poughkeepsie. Raid, uh, last stop on the Metro North train coming north from New York City. So it, Poughkeepsie has a big influence of people that work in New York City and, mm-hmm. and go to school there and in uh, the area as well, right there around there. So I spent yeah, a lot of time there. Great, great school. It's, like I said, pretty small, so it's comfortable, you know, coming from Dexter, being a smaller community. But, like I said, also gave me the opportunity to, you know, travel and, like you said, outside, just outside of one of the best cities in the, the country, let alone the world. So... Yeah, New York City is uh, is something else. I tell people all the time when I when I talk to people about New York City, it's like it's a great place to visit, but you don't yeah. ever want to live there. Never. Uh, I so funny. The first time, I mean, I had been you know I have family in Chicago, so I had, I'd been to bigger cities, but man, the first time I stepped outside of Grand Central, it was just like. I stopped and everything just kept going and it was just so overwhelming because everyone was, everyone was just on a mission, knew where they were going and I was, it was really overwhelming, but. Yeah, that's New York City for you. I mean, yeah. well, we, very rarely would I venture to New York City when I lived there. Um, when my mom, my mom went through breast cancer, uh, she's a breast cancer survivor and when we were mm-hmm. going through a lot of. Uh, a lot of her treatments, uh, it was either get treatments for her right in the Kingston area or mm-hmm. go down to New York City. So obviously we made the call, hey, world-renowned doctors in the field, New York City, all right, we'll make the call. So we we spent a lot of time going down there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, me on the subway in New York City, uh, not, not fun. Yeah. <laughs> not, not fun. They pack a kite in there. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's millions of people. We uh, we went down there. We would go down there a lot for track and field as well. And I had a kid throwing in the weight throw at the Army Track and Field Center. Uh, some of our mm-hmm. track and field athletes may know it. And, uh, you know, we, we took the, the train and the subway to get there because driving in New York City is insane. And uh, my man had to carry his... Uh, 35 pound weight with us on the subway (laughs) (laughs) and people were uh, looking at us funny as uh as randy hines was his name one of my former athletes was carrying this big triangle shape handle ball 35 pound weight because he was competing in the weight throw that's so funny 
Crazy enough, I'm sure that's not the weirdest thing they've seen on those subways. So. Oh, no. <laughs> by, by far, not even close to the weirdest thing they've seen. Um, and anybody that's been to New York City will attest that. Um, yes. Crazy, crazy things going on. So water polo and swimming were your sports. Uh, did you mm-hmm. play, any, uh, play any other sports or coach any other sports throughout uh, your life here? So I did, actually. I played volleyball um, in sixth grade when I first moved to Dexter, and then seventh and eighth grade I played on Mill Creek's um, school team. And then um, when I moved back, I think it was six years ago I moved back, five or six years ago, um, I went back and coached at Mill Creek actually. So my dad was, um, an eighth grade teacher and then the assistant principal at Mill Creek middle school. Um, I think he was there 15, 17 years. So I'm pretty close with, um, Miss Jamie Bronson, who is the principal down there. Um, and she was looking for a volleyball coach and I was like, wow, I'm happy to do it. I haven't played volleyball since I was in eighth grade, but I think I can remember a few things and, Thank goodness for YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I, uh, yeah, I actually started my coaching career with volleyball in eighth grade down at Mill Creek. Um, and then, dare I say it, my water polo coaching career started um, in Chelsea. So I was the assistant over in Chelsea for one of my best childhood friends. We actually just had lunch with her today. Um, Melissa McGuire, she played water polo at Pioneer, and she got the head coaching position and asked if I would be her assistant. Um, and uh, I, I just didn't have it in me to stay in, stay over in Chelsea. So I, I only did that for one season um, and then came back and last February started coaching here for Dexter. Yeah, you couldn't keep wearing that blue and gold for I, a I'm not even going to lie to you. I didn't even wear blue and gold. I couldn't do it. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> well done. It's ingrained in us. You know, I Couldn't live, make I, the switch. I live in a house and share a apartment with a Chelsea teacher and Chelsea graduate, as you know. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we, we respect them for everything they do, but we still want to beat them in every single uh, opportunity we get, right? Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Mike being a Spartan. And me being a Wolverine. That is true. Somehow you figure out figure out a way to make it work, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, <laughs> we find a way. We find a way. Yes, I we just, do. I like to tell people that uh, Katie and I, we just don't talk the week that we're going to play Chelsea in football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's our big joke. So moving through here, uh, obviously played many different sports. Swimming and water polo seems to be, yeah, it was, that seems to be, was your uh, main sport that you played and main sport that you coached. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're here, Iron Dread Podcast, where we're talking about our strength and conditioning program. And you've been one of the coaches that, um, since you first found out about us, having the Iron Dread program, been very interested in getting your kids involved. And many of your girls that are in water polo, uh, it was very cool to come to the meeting and see a lot of familiar faces you know, sitting in that meeting the other night when you had your water polo meeting. So your kids have been mm-hmm. uh, committing to it. But uh, what does strength and conditioning for the athlete mean to you? Um, you know, I think a, a lot of strength and conditioning, obviously, just for, you know, pure health benefits, the stronger you are, the the more successful you'll be in other aspects of, of your life. And obviously, the like I said, the health benefits of it. Um, but I also think that 
it's a bigger picture for me. I think that strength and conditioning, at least for my experience, um, takes a lot of commitment and um, pushing yourself and pushing yourself outside of your limits and going outside of your comfort zone. And I think that's a, a very important lesson for females and female athletes to learn and um, experience and things inside and outside of the weight room. So if we, we can set, set them up for that inside the weight room, um, I think it'll help them long-term, you know, be more willing to, to do those things in other aspects of their lives. Oh yeah. Learn, learning how to strain, learning how to struggle. And yeah. Being able to apply that, you know, we learn that we teach all those things. We teach, like you said, we teach, you know, commitment and struggle and, effort you know it's not easy when we when we do things in the weight room and i feel that that does transfer uh into our sport field you know and that's a that's a mental side of things that we've talked Mm -hmm. about you know we've had many people come on and say very similar things to what you said and and i always stand up and and put my hands in the air and say yes it's another person that gets it yeah Um, because that's what we're about well, and I mean, you kind of mentioned this, like you meant, said you were in the parent meeting before, but, you know, there's a difference. I think that nowadays it's hard for um, people in general to, you know, differentiate between am I hurt or am I sore? Do I have the capability to push beyond this or have I reached my limit? And reaching that limit is okay if that is your limit. But there's always a little bit more to push and a little bit more of yourself to give. And I think that um, becoming comfortable with that, giving a little bit more, can really start in the weight room, especially when we have good leaders like you and Coach Phil Jacobs that, that are willing to comfortably push these girls, my girls, beyond that limit. Oh, we appreciate that. I mean, we, we get after them. Uh, we, want them. we want them to strain. We want them to put, them, put themselves you know, because really, we, that's what it is. It's not us, all right. It's here. It is, and you got to put yourself there. You know, you yeah. gotta, you're the one. That, you're the one that loads the bar. You're the one that gets after it with the <laughs> intensity and effort. Um, we're going to guide you to get there and continue to push you to get there. But really, it comes down to the, each individual athlete making that decision that they're going to to push themselves to that level. And and we, and we do it within proper programming so that nobody gets hurt. Um, right, and that's not always that's not always the case um, in every program. So we're always constantly looking at resources and things that we can find to to see how we can make these kids better, how we can continue to push these kids, keep them interested and engaged, and, mm-hmm. and continue to reap the benefits of it. And uh, you know, we're really we're really excited because these spring sports, obviously our winter sports, have seen uh, you know they've seen some you know improvements, but they've been. They've been on a two-day-a-week schedule because they're in season. They're practicing and they're having games. So they haven't seen as much, we would think, uh, as a group like a water polo that has been on a three-day-a-week rotation and they've been able to kind of get more volume and more uh, intensity in their workouts. So we're really excited to see what the spring has in store for us because these kids have been since November now I've been coming in here and, and being a part of the Iron Dread program, so we're really excited to uh, see how they perform um, on the in the pool, on the field, and all these things that we have coming in the spring. Yeah, should be interesting. Hopefully, um, 
We won't have to do too many leg sets or as many leg sets this year to get them back in shape. They should already be there. They'll be strong and hopefully have the work capacity to at least initially uh, get in, uh, getting into shape for, for uh, water polo. Obviously you're going to have uh, a conditioning standpoint where the longer yeah. duration stuff that we have not trained simply because that's kind of just not what we do right now, but hopefully they'll, they'll be, Further along at the start for yes. you, and that's that's always feedback that we're looking looking to hear. I'm, um, talking with Coach Heike of track and field the other day, and mm-hmm. he was very adamant, saying like, "My kids that have been coming, like we see it, we see it right now in our little two day a week sessions that we're doing." Like he, he was, it was really cool to hear that from him. So here's some positive feedback. So I'm sure once you get your girls uh, back uh, back under your wing and back working with you. Hopefully we'll get yeah. some feedback from you as well. Yeah, we start Tuesday, so Tuesday, Thursday until season. So we'll we'll have to see. I'm, I'm sure anything. I mean, I'm not sure where if they even did anything last year before season started. So so at this point, I'm just glad that they're doing something um, to step forward yeah. for us. That's for sure. And like I said, many of your girls have been our consistent kids. Um, I've been part of that core group of kids that we have working with us right now that have been showing up all the time and really okay. pushing themselves. All right. So, Coach, um, moving on to our next thing. We're, now we'll talk more, some more about you uh, and your training. Obviously, as an athlete, I'm sure you trained. I'm sure they had uh, some strength and conditioning stuff going for you over at Marist. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about now? Are you currently training? Um What's your preferred training style or anything like that? Um, well, you know, I think you mentioned earlier, um, Coach Mike Furbel and I are getting married in October. So right now we're getting our uh, wedding and honeymoon bodies in shape, doing a lot of cardio. Um, and in that, you know, I've included some swimming. Um, want to be able to get in the, the water with my girls. That's really important to me. Um, so been doing some swimming we're both members over at the wellness center so swimming a few laps there um just uh i know i started a kettlebell class at the dexter wellness center mm-hmm. i've really really been enjoying that um but that's about it yeah getting active looking to get ready for the wedding uh, yeah, crank it up. DJ service will be uh, be at that <laughs> wedding. One of our title sponsors, well, not really a title sponsor, but one of our key sponsors here of the Iron Dread Podcast, Crank It Up DJ Service and uh, Line Dance Instruction will be at that wedding. So, yeah, very cool. Getting active, getting after it. Uh, I remember we we were talking the other day, looking at some nutrition things and trying to help you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's an area that we need to do more of for our athletes. Uh, and just we uh, we've been trying to get them the training side of things kind of locked into a groove here, mm-hmm. and then now we can start to pull some kids in and start to work with them on all right. Well, how many calories should you be eating? Um, what what should come from proteins? What should come from carbs, fats? Like getting uh, getting this stuff worked out. But it's uh, mm-hmm. it's all a big uh, big thing. And once you get a system down that works for you. And hopefully, uh, hopefully you found that here. We're swimming your laps, taking your kettlebell classes. Uh, hopefully, here we'll uh, we can reach your goals too in uh, in October for you. 
Yeah, should be as long as I, I can get through through polo season. Like I said, still swimming. It it's always tough, you know. I mean, you know, in the fall when you're in season, you just have to really make it a priority. So. Oh yeah, for sure. I know Coach Verbal. He, he's uh, he'll jump in uh, with the kids in the weight room, with the football guys in the weight room, and get a couple sets in. <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll jump in get a set then i'll jump up and start coaching up a kid so he's uh he's getting after it too i'll i'll, I'll uh i'll back him up i'll back him up on that and we hope to have uh coach verbal on the on the podcast real soon as well, well yeah i think think he's planning on it so yeah when, when i i had i had texted with him earlier and he he said yeah yeah i'll, I'll be on there i'll be on there and <laughs> yet another member of the dexter football staff once we get coach verbal on uh yet another member of the football staff that I'll have on the Iron Dread podcast before our very own Coach Phil Jacobs. <laughs> he, he might be saving uh, the best for last. We'll hey, see. Hey, I mean, I, I keep telling <laughs> all our listeners every week uh, if they want to hear Coach Jacobs on the Iron Dread podcast to tweet at him at Coach underscore Jacobs sixteen and tell him that you want him to be on the podcast. Oh. Uh, he, uh, I asked him early on and. He Hollywooded me a few times, so we're, we're working on him. <laughs> the, guy, the guy I see the most every day and talk to every day, I can't get him locked down for a podcast interview. But other people, I can get them in, even my buddy back in New York. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep working on Coach Jacobs. Well, considering you made me uh, reactivate my Twitter to see if we were going to have a snow day from Timmis the other day, now that I'm, I'm back on the, tw- what is it called, Twitter yeah, I gotta, can tweet. Got to be on the on the uh, on the on the Twitter, getting after it, uh, listening to or see reading, not listening, see reading, reading and seeing all the messages that Dr. Timmis gets from these kids <laughs> about snow days. Yeah, they were they were really getting after him on Thursday. Oh, it was so much fun. We <laughs> we stood at the at the cheerleading competition, and uh, Coach Kate and I were were reading all the tweets, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> as they would come in to Dr. Timmis, <laughs> including Anthony Sanchez making threats to Dr. Timmis, saying that if he has school, he's going to play a video game the entire day. <laughs> So hopefully, Anthony Sanchez, you're listening to this right now, and you enjoyed your snow day, and this is your second, at least your second episode of the Iron Dread podcast that you're hearing, Mr. Sanchez. Um, <laughs> shout out to him. Yeah, we had some fun with that. All right, Coach, we'll move along in our, in our program here so I don't take up too much of your Sunday. Uh, we talk about every week. We are a music group. We crank up the music in the weight room. We use it as a motivator. You know, we have our, you mentioned Coach Parachek earlier, um, big supporter of Wu-Tang Wednesdays, <laughs> bringing me my Wu-Tang Clan hat that I wear every Wednesday from Coach Matt Parachek. Uh, we got Mosh Pit Mondays. We throw it back on Tuesdays because everybody throws it back on Thursdays. We throw it back on Tuesdays. Um, as I said, we have Wu-Tang on Wednesday. Thursday is clean trap music, which is becoming a crowd favorite. I wasn't sure oh. about it, but it's becoming a crowd favorite. Um, and usually Fridays is kind of a free-for-all. Uh, we we kind of mix that up on Fridays. The dance girls, they, they lift on Fridays at 3 o'clock, and they really like country music, so that's usually when we, we get them in there. But if uh, if you're... Getting ready to go and play a game of water polo. You're getting you're getting psyched up 
and ready to go for some sort of physical activity and you need that song that's going to fire you up, get your heart beating a little bit faster, get that blood pumping, ready to go out and compete, uh, what song are you going to pick? Well, I had to do a lot of thinking about this one. Um, and because Coach Verbal told me lose yourself was too cliche, um, <laughs> I couldn't choose that one. But got to tell you that lose yourself is really what gets me going. It takes me back to uh, my freshman year of high school uh, swimming for the state meet. We ended up winning um, and we just all loved that song. So that one, but. I think if it really came down to it, I would have to choose um, Bring Them Out by T.I. Bring Them Out. Yeah. I haven't heard that one in a minute, Coach. Had to, had to throw it back for you. There you go. That might fit in, the, uh, in our Throwback Tuesday. You might be able to even <laughs> work T.I. in with Wu-Tang. I mean, it's, hey. he's a little, little uh, more, a little newer, but we might be able to work him in there. So, all right. So, bring I don't him know out. if Matt Paracheck will uh, go for that one, but you might be able to convince him. Hey, Paracheck, <laughs> he he loves all rap music. When, when his phone rings, you know, he's his phone's ringing to Post Malone, right? All the kids know Post Malone. You know, he's got a little White Iverson going when his when his phone rings. You know, a Post Malone hit. So, I'm sure Coach Paracheck likes it all. But all right, so bring him out, Ti. We'll get that on. On, that'll be on at the end of the show we always play the weight room song of the week that was picked by our guest so this week in honor of you we'll play bring them out from ti and we'll right. also put that song and uh i'll throw lose yourself in there as well uh just because coach verbal so he can't pick it uh i'll <laughs> throw that in our spotify playlist we have a spotify playlist that each and every week when we have the 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 podcast and a guest picks the the weight room song of the week we put it into a spotify playlist so that our listeners can go and find these songs if they never heard of them before and subscribe to that playlist and get to listen to it and maybe motivate them themselves outside of the weight room so bring them out for ti all right that'll be on there perfect so next thing on our, our docket is anything exciting coming up for you in the near future professionally or personally we talked a lot about water polo season you got a wedding coming up yeah, I mean, besides, like I said, Coach Verbal and I's wedding is the end of October, um, and no, Grace Ward, you still cannot come to the wedding, um, <laughs> but uh, my best friend is getting married July 6th in Virginia, so uh, maid of honor in her wedding, so get get through hers and um, help her planning all of her her uh, festivities and then look forward to cranking up DJ services, uh, bringing it to ours. Oh yeah. Crank it up. DJ service available. More bookings available at crank it up. DJ dancing.com. Uh, just not October. What is it? October. What day is it? 27th, October 27th. I'm sure that the, uh, the head guy at crank it up. DJ service has that on his calendar. Um, I sure hope he does. <laughs> if not, I'll send him a message and make sure that it's there. <laughs> so we're having fun with that. So you go heading down south, down to Virginia. We have some friends. Uh, yeah. We have some friends in Virginia. Um, some people that we knew from North Carolina that that moved up there to Virginia. So we spent some time in the south. When are you going to be down there? So we're headed down actually July fourth, and uh, my. My best friend, her name is Megan. She um, works, she teaches athletic training at James Madison University. 
Um, so we're going to be in Harrisonburg right at James Madison for the wedding on July 6th. I know right where that is. I drove past. I would often, on my way from North Carolina back home to New York, I would drive through there and I'd stop and get gas right there by James Madison University. So I know, oh, yeah. where, know right where you're talking about. Going to be hot yeah. down there at that time of the year. Be ready. Oh, man. It's going to be toasty, but thank goodness she chose uh, navy dresses, so hopefully <laughs> it won't be too bad. Yeah, so she's not going to uh, not going to burn burn you up in uh, in the attire. We'll see. All right. Um, so, anything interesting people may not know about you, Coach? Um, well, I'm pretty much an open book, so a, a lot of people know a lot about me. But I would say. Um, Probably my professionally, my um, daytime job is a brain tumor program coordinator at U of M. So a lot of what I do is taking brain tumor tissue. So like actually tissue from a, a surgery out of the OR over to our lab and I cut it up and give it to other labs and freeze it in ours. So I get to play with brains all day. Well, that is interesting. <laughs> so you're 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 getting to go in and like so they do a biopsy and they remove part of the brain tumor or you you perform that or you so yeah no the neurosurgeons they they're mostly um, resection so when um, you know when you have a brain tumor the best way to your best chance of survival is you know removing it so the the more we can remove the better your the patient's chances are so the neurosurgeon goes in removes. The, the skull gets down to the tumor, removes that, and then he hands it off or she hands it off to me, and I take it from the OR over to our lab. So once I'm in the lab, then I just have the, the actual tissue that the, the surgeon gave me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, so we're very grateful for the donations that these patients are are giving us, you know, going through tough times, and they're most of our patients are super selfless and allowing us to do this research on them. And then the research that you guys are doing can help prevent from developing brain tumors and brain cancers mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Wow. That's cool stuff, coach. I can't say that that's a podcast first. I mean, we work with minds every day at, at Dexter high school, but you're, you're working with it in a completely different way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun. It's, um, you know, we work, you know, indirectly with the Chad Tuff Foundation. So it's really cool to to see all that he's been able to do, um, you know, the, the selfless things that the Carr family have done for brain tumor research has just been out of this world. So it's cool to be a part of something that, that you know, like you said, as teachers, you're working with students, but just to, to be able to give back in the way that I know how. Oh, that is really cool. I got a chance to meet Lloyd uh, oh. at you know Big John, and mm-hmm. Lloyd were they were doing a benefit for for Chad Tuff at a soft they had a, a, a softball tournament, and mm-hmm. Lloyd was there you know signing autographs, meeting people, and so was uh, Big John, and I got to meet him, and uh, Jack Harbaugh was there that day as well, so it was pretty cool to see all the people come up and and talk to Coach Carr and talk to Coach Harbaugh and. And Big John, because all the you know these three guys have been around Michigan for forever. Yeah. Um, and for me, like you know, Big John, he's 
he's Katie's dad. Like, you know, he's still the same guy. But all these yeah. people come up and they talk to him how they've, you know, followed Michigan football for all these years. And it's uh, it's pretty cool to see. And I know that um, the current football staff was doing a lot to support Chad Tuff. Yeah, it's it's really been great to see. And like I said, the the selfless things that the, that family has done is just have been it's been amazing to to see and um i don't i mean you can go on and on about this but my brother actually had a, a brain tumor when he was two um so he was in the host in and out of the hospital from the time he was two until he was five and he's now 26 and completely healthy so it speaking of going full circle you know for water polo a, a lot of things in my life at where i'm at right now have, have come full circle for me and so it's a pretty cool feeling yeah absolutely that that is cool that is absolutely yeah. cool yeah all right well so. uh, coach we're, uh, we're we're winding down here we're getting towards the end of our the end of our program so so, Coach, um, do you have any uh, professional social media handles that you use to uh, keep in contact with any of your athletes? I do. So I mostly use Instagram, um, and my Instagram is coach.kate, and it's K-A-I-T. So anybody can find me there or on Twitter. I'm at K-Q McMurray. All right. And Coach Kate is on Instagram. Uh, coach dot k k a i t and on twitter at k q mcmurray um give her a follow and keep up with everything that coach kate's got going with the girls water polo team and once the season gets started let's make sure we get out there to the pool you guys play all your home games at wiley Yep, yep, and we actually have a, a pretty full home schedule this year, so um, we'll be sure to get get our schedule out on those social media pages, and we'd love the support, and anybody who wants to come try water polo, more than welcome anytime, practice after school. Okay, and you said you're starting some preseason stuff uh, coming yeah. up on Tuesdays and Thursdays? Yep, so we have captain's practices. We have Heather Brower and Maeve Donovan as our captains for this season, um, and they are going to be running practices on Tuesday and Thursday, and those practices are actually going to be at the high school, so at the high school pool. Um, if you guys have questions, Maeve or Heather, happy to, to answer any questions for you, and then season starts March 12th. So, so we're getting close. We're getting close on that. If you're interested yeah. in playing girls water polo, go on down to the pool uh, right after school, 3 o'clock, with the captain's practice. 3, 3.15, yeah. 3.15 down there in the pool, and uh, and go check it out. Go see if uh, water polo is something you're interested in, and we'll, uh, we'll continue to uh, keep checking in with uh, Coach Kate and the girls water polo team as we, uh, as we move into the season. So, all right, Coach. Great. Well, I thank you very much for your time, and I appreciate you uh, coming on here, and we'll, uh, we'll keep working. We'll get Coach Verbal on soon as well. And, all uh, right. Have a good Thanks conversation so much for having him. me. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. You too. So we'd like to thank Coach Kate again for her time coming on the show. And as she mentioned throughout her interview, we're going to play her weight room song of the week here. Bring them out, T.I., so like a last, I'm spilling these rats as long as you feel it.
song of the week. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah, Coming live from the VIP, heard the nightlife, lost life, what I need. Most feds in the state wanna see by me. The whole city got pissed, heard he got three. That other rapper got a hit, but shouted, he not out. Who set the city on fire as soon as he got free? The king back now, Rawls don't even know how to act now. Hit the club, strippers getting naked before I sat down. Still ballin', money stacked tall in the shack now. Still push a button to let the roof on the lack down. I'm on the road doing shows, put my Mac down. Mississippi to Philly, Albuquerque to Chat Town. I got the crowd yelling. Bring them out, bring them out. I'm a hot girl yelling. Bring them out, bring them out. All the dope boys yelling. Bring them out, bring them out. Front the back gate yelling. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. I'm a hot girl yelling. Bring them out, bring them out. All the dope boys yelling. Bring them out, bring them out. Put the back gate yelling. Bring them out, bring them out. Mic check, one, two, one, two. So there you have it. Coach Kate McMurray's pick for the weight room song of the week, Bring Them Out by T.I. Remember, you can find that song and all our Iron Dread weight room songs of the week on our Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week Spotify playlist. And now let's finish up the show with our Iron Dread Report. And this week's Iron Dread Report, sponsored by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction. Visit up Crank It Up, visit crankitupdjdancing.com for booking availability. Uh, this week in the weight room, well, the last two weeks since we last spoke, we have officially switched our entire Iron Dread program over to conjugate-style training based on the book Conjugate You from Nate Harvey and Elite FTS. Uh, since switching over, I think we've seen quite a bit of a positive response from our athletes, at least the ones that I've interacted with. They really seem to like the idea of the max effort and dynamic effort day, even though they've trained under dynamic effort up until this point. Uh, the first two weeks of the conjugate system are very much developing the dynamic component, being able to lift fast. Uh, but one of the best parts of this conjugate system approach is the tissue prep lanes and the mobility lanes that we train under going to really help in our recovery from our workouts and in our injury prevention efforts. So we'll keep reporting in on the conjugate system and how it continues to develop. We're really excited about it, and we're moving ahead. An update on the Iron Dread gear. We're waiting to hear back from the GraphX company that will be designing the gear with a final proof to put out there and get our uniform our uh, 
our gear order and uh, get our order form together. So we're just waiting back on uh, on the students at Graphics to get with us for that. Other than that, that's uh, about all we have this week. Episode 13 of the Iron Dread Podcast. Until next time, remember, strength is never a weakness. Tough people always win. We're on a quest to become Dread Stronger and live that hashtag GFH, hashtag get strong, hurt feelings, life. I'm Chris Whitaker, signing off. Thanks for listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. Please note that all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are the sole views of the individuals stating the opinions and not the views of the Dexter Community Schools. Also, please note that all music used in this production of this show is the sole property of the artists and recording labels from which the music came. You can follow the Iron Dread Podcast each and every week via SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Like, share, and subscribe to have new episodes automatically downloaded into the device of your choosing each and every week. Please leave a five-star rating and review and help support the show. Thank you for listening to the Iron Dread Podcast, and we'll see you next time.